Happy New Year. You're listening to Tea with Keese. Um, I have been so busy with work and my blog that I've been neglecting my podcast and I need to do better. Um, 2019 will be the year that I do so much better. <laughs> I'm going to record more episodes. I'm going to try to find a day where I can set to be a weekly kind of thing where I can record episodes and all that good jazz. So look forward to that. Also, um, just keep keeping, uh, keep in contact with the MarquiseDJ.com website where I do all of my appreciation posts now. It's a more sort of a music blog. So just, you know, keep tuning in for that. Um, every Sunday I will post, um, my post again, like I used to in the past, and I will post a video on Instagram if they don't flag me for it, which is very difficult. I'm like, what the hell do I have to do to not get flagged by Instagram for posting a video of the people I'm doing a post for? But anyway, that's not the reason why. I just wanted to give y'all a little little update on everything. But um, yeah, let's get right to the point. Um, So... This podcast episode is about surviving R. Kelly um, and his dumbass fans. And the reason why I named this episode Surviving R. Kelly and His Dumbass Fans is because his fans are dumb. Obviously. <laughs> um, if you are living under a rock, you would know that, you know, Lifetime recently posted a six-part mini-series about R. Kelly's history with minors and sexual abuse, child pornography, child molestation, and all of the, you know, all of the shit he's done and gotten away with and continues to get away with. They spoke with family, people, uh, his musical colleagues, and his ex-wife, the mother of his children, um, and of course his victims. Um... It's just been really intriguing to see how this man has gotten away with a lot of shit. And literally no one, I mean, it's stuff that we've known, you know. Um, I was around 10 years old when the child pornography sex tape was released. So, you know, I remember... People were discussing it because I don't live too far from Chicago and people from Chicago live here. So, you know, you always heard the tea about P- Pissy Kelly. But, you know, uh, I'm trying to do better with these arms. I need to <laughs> be more confident. But, yeah, so, you know, we've known all of this shit, but it was so much more that was revealed within this time frame that had you like, what the fuck? And it has you crying. It had you feeling for these women. Like, you guys have endured so much shit. Like, I'm not going to run down everything in regards to, you know, what happened. But, you know, it's like, at this point, if you're standing up for this man, you are a dumbass person. And that's just that. And I can't, I can't rally behind him. Like, people try to be like, oh, you can separate the art from the music. But in this circumstance, you can't. This man revealed that, well, it was revealed that one of his victims, you know, she was seven, I think she was 17. 
Yeah, she had to be 17. And she was pregnant by Pissy. And, um, yeah. And so she miscarried. And at that time, R. Kelly was a bomb-ass producer. Um, he was really popping. He was working with a lot of people. And he wrote, You Are Not Alone. I don't know how, because he can't even fucking read. but Or write, barely. But nevertheless. Uh, you know, he wrote, You Are Not Alone. And that was about one of his victims. One of his minor victims. So it's like... What isn't clicking for you, motherfuckers? What is not clicking? His team is full of shit. And is some fucking enablers. Uh, uh, excuse me. Enablers. And they should go down for his for this shit, too. Like, why the fuck y'all set up here? This man used to go to the high schools to pick up on, pick up high school girls, go to the malls and shit. And his team, if he was doing it, I'm sure they were, too. Get them motherfuckers the fuck out of here. They sitting up here laughing at the shit, the former tour manager and all this. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers are sick. There's nothing in the world that would ever make me attracted to a minor. I, I'm i 26 years old. I was born in 92. And I, I will never even date somebody that's a year younger than me. Like, that's just not happening. So, for the fact that you sick motherfuckers are sitting up here going up for this man after the shit was revealed what he's been doing and is still doing, that shit is beyond me. And this is a call out for our aunties, our middle-aged aunties, cousins, and um, extended family members that want to sit up here and be like, wow, them little fast-ass girls lying, yada, 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 they just want his money, woo-woo-woo-woo. Girl, fuck you. Your broke ass won't see it, and you're not even this type. you talking about something. Oh, I'll put this puss on R. Kelly and make him forget about them young girls. Girl, you're not his type. You look like Shrek. You're not his type, honey. Let it go. He likes young, petite minors. Y'all not it. So why are y'all defending the man? And as for his music, we're not going to sit up here and deny that he's not one of the best gifted musicians of all time. I will never take that away from him. His catalog is pretty, pretty amazing. But after you've watched this shit and you realize what the songs are about and it, then the context clues are there for you already. He produced AJ Nothing But A Number. His debut album, solo debut album is 12 play. And you mean to tell me that the context clues don't tell you what, what you need to know about Pissy Gallery? Get a grip. So, you know, his catalog ain't that great, baby. After, you know, after realizing that, you know, that he's a sick-ass individual, I let it go. You know, I deleted his music from any of my playlists that I've ever made for my blog, like on Apple Music, or I'd make like a little fun playlist um, for people just to listen to, like in the event if they have a little 
bedroom, boom, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I have like a vibe playlist and I had sat and looked through the playlist to see if I added any R. Kelly songs and deleted that shit. Um, I don't, I've never bought an R. Kelly album, so it was really not that difficult to, you know, not even listen to the shit no more. And on streaming sites, I disliked him on Apple Music. Um, and I'm not searching for his music. Um, so, you know, R. Kelly, fuck him. And fuck you too if you still supporting that motherfucker. And that's just period. And um, so, yeah, back to the documentary. And the documentary, I think because we knew most of the shit, it wasn't as a surprise. But still, like, when it came, I, I don't, I didn't think like when that sex tape came out. I didn't know who was the underage girl, but it turns out that it was his protege, Sparkle's niece. And unfortunately, the internet does an amazing job of finding shit. So they actually found pictures of the girl. You know, in the documentary, they did not show her because I think she signed a non-declosure agreement so she can't speak on it ever. And probably to protect her, you know, obviously, for obvious reasons, you know, they blurred her images on the documentary and if they ever speak of her. But, yeah, the internet found her pictures. And, um, yeah, so I'm like, that girl doesn't look no more... Like at the time, she didn't look no more than ten, but she was—I think she was fourteen or twelve, one or the other. I'm like, what would you want with a young girl like that? You're, and, ugh. and this could have been a key instrument, like that whole investigation, that whole sex tape thing. That could have brought his ass down, but her, the girl's father which is Sparkle's brother, works with R. Kelly. He worked with R. Kelly on the Chocolate Factory album as a drummer or musician or whatever the fuck he was. So he had to pay them off really good to get this to occur because I honestly feel like that girl could have brought him down. Sparkle testified in court and said, that was my niece in that video. And then they... Basically said, no, that was not me in that video. And, you know, he was acquitted. And I'm like, that could have brought his ass down. Like, that motherfucker knew not to mess with a white girl, the the white minor girls, because he would have got the electric chair. Excuse me, guys. (coughs) I'm trying to get over a cold. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's really mind-blowing how... He's still able to get away. Um, And that shows that money is really the root of all evil. Like, there ain't enough money in the world that will have me stand by and work with the man that pissed on my daughter and urinated in her mouth on a recorded tape. That's sick. And they're fucking, they fucking suck just as much as he does. Like, y'all sit up here and get, I can't, like, my family can't be brought. My friends can't be brought. I'm not going to sit up here and 
even remotely take anything from somebody that did some shit like that to my loved ones. Never in this world, not in this lifetime. Like, ugh, motherfuckers get on my nerves. But um, also the documentary talked about Aaliyah. And um, can I just say that her family is full of shit? Um, because I feel like, like one of my friends said, like on one of my Facebook posts about the documentary, she was like, her family failed her. And I honestly agree because when you think back at that time, you know, they sat like, you know, um, Aaliyah's mother, Diane, she posted, uh, allegedly, I don't know if it was factual or not, but she released a statement and she stated that. Um, the claims that the background singer Javante Cunningham made about her finding R. Kelly and Aaliyah in a sexual comp- 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 you know, situation. Um, she said that was not true because she was always with Aaliyah 24-7. And I'm like, but sis, where were you when they married and she lied about her age on a uh, marriage certificate? Where the hell were you then, Diane? Where you been? Where you were? Y'all remember that Good Times episode when uh, Penny came in and her mama had the arm? <sighs> where you been, Diane? Where you been? Because you weren't there. <laughs> Please. Like, they, and I, I understand, like, when you want to protect her legacy. But at the same time, hun... Her legacy will never be tarnished. You know, every year of her birthday and every year of her the anniversary of her death, she's the trending topic. Literally every year. She's celebrated every year. You know? Um, her, although that album with Pissy is only available for streaming, her other two albums are so sought after, it's not even funny. Like, they've been illegally uploaded to streaming sites and on iTunes numerous times. I think I bought one of the songs, but when I tried to buy the rest of the album a few years back, it was erased <laughs> off of there. And that's due to the fact that Aaliyah's uncle, um, who she was signed to his label, Blackground Records, um, he's holding her music and JoJo and one of Tony Braxton albums. And whoever else was signed to that label, um, holding their music from being streamed. And honestly, it's a really silly decision because if Aaliyah's other two albums were uh, available for streaming, those numbers would be crazy, especially around her birthday and the anniversary of her death. And they miss out on that. Like, you can listen to Aaliyah's music on YouTube or Pandora, like those other two albums or, you know, the other songs that she's released um, that are non-album songs. But do you know how much, like streaming is the end thing now, you know, physical CDs and I mean, digital albums are still in, but physical CDs, that shit's in the nineties. And, you know, but she will make so much money now, you know, based off of streaming. And the fact that y'all hold that is fuckery. 
you know? Because, like, like, I have to, like, when, um, my mom is a diehard Aaliyah, a diehard Aaliyah fan, so she had her collection of her albums and single CDs and stuff stolen. So I did what I could, and I found her third three studio albums. And Age Ain't Nothing But A Number was easy to find, but One In A Million and her self-titled, I, I had to drop money to get a new copy of those. You know how much money I spent for those CDs? Um, um, her last album was I had to think like what thirty dollars, and the other one was like eighteen on Barnes and Noble. So I was like, whatever, I whatever, I was like, up pay it. But you know, at the time, I was like, I was in college, money was a little bit tight. I was like, my mama is the most lucky woman in the world, and I love her a lot because I really had to search high and low for them albums, and it was it was crazy. But I found them, and then I downloaded them to my computer so I could sync them to my phone. And I got a new phone, so I got to sync that her albums uh, after R. Kelly <laughs> to the to my new phone. But yeah, but yeah, and like everyone is just like realizing, like as a society, back then y'all felt them. And y'all want to say why all these people want to come forward now? Because y'all didn't do the shit then. Y'all let Aaliyah go on national television and she looked so uncomfortable when they would ask her about the the relationship between her and R. Kelly, just like how most of them girls today that are still under his dictatorship, under his dick, like he's still dictating what they do, what they eat, if they go to the bathroom, he's still doing this shit. And held and held held them captive, holding them captive, excuse me, from their families. And y'all don't think anything is wrong with this? You got so many people, even people I know, which really disappoints me. Like for the past few days, I've been cussing on social media, cussing. Because all of you motherfuckers have been trying me. And pissing me the hell off with your views and opinions about the discussion. Y'all getting mad because people are talking about it and not talking about other shit. Like um, the government shutdown and shit like that. And I want y'all to understand that people can, people, like, can talk about other things more than what you want them to talk about. That's the beauty of multitasking. You can talk about whatever you want. That's because they're not talking about it. When, like, you're mad because they're talking about because, oh, I'm going to still listen to R. Kelly. <laughs> and y'all want to make jokes, make fun of the Me Too uh, founder. And that that's what pisses me off. That's where I draw the line is y'all be like, oh, the R. Kelly didn't fuck that ugly bitch. She looked like Bing Rames. <laughs> bitch, she wasn't on there saying that she survived R. Kelly. She's the Me Too Hashtag creator. Therefore, she's getting shit done. She's out here doing the work. Y'all motherfuckers get on Facebook and listen to what your feed is telling you and not what the fucking the news and all this shit is telling you. This shit is accessible to you and all y'all want to do is get on Facebook and laugh and clown with y'all dumbass friends because they... They're not even watching the documentary. I feel like I guarantee if you sit and watch all six episodes of that shit, you would not feel the way you do. 
And I'm convinced that none of y'all have watched it. Y'all just going based off of what people are talking about on social media. Y'all can't watch. Y'all couldn't have watched that because I, I couldn't stomach it. I have nieces. I have three nieces. And I also have a nephew. And I have a lot of cousins, women that are women and young girls. I come from a big family on both sides. So when I say that I'm dispassionate and going this hard, because people have told me I'm going too overboard. I'm doing the most when it comes to talking about this. And the reason why I'm doing it is because our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunts, our sisters, our best friends and cousins and etc cetera, etc, cetera, they have endured a lot of shit at the hands of men, rape, being molested at young ages, um being in these toxic ass relationships with men, being harassed, being even murdered. I go this hard for them. Y'all sit and y'all say that, oh, these bitches be lying and all this and that. This is why they don't come forward. This is why a lot of shit gets swept under the rug. And this is why y'all let R. Kelly get away with this shit for 30 years. So excuse me for caring about your daughters, your mothers, and all the et cetera, et cetera, enough to be this passionate. Y'all not doing it. Y'all just sit in... Let this motherfucker get away with shit just because you can step in the name of piss? Child, there are a lot of musicians who have done some bullshit. You don't gotta listen to that music either. Cancel these motherfuckers. Hold them accountable. And my issue with most of the men and pick-me-ass hoes that are sitting here just defending him is that y'all using all these so-called counter arguments to try to disrupt people from the fact that we're focusing on getting R. Kelly the fuck out of here. Y'all want to bring up, oh, but what about, what about with a white man? What about that? What about him? What about Roman Polanski? What about Woody Allen? I honestly surprised you motherfuckers even know who they are. Y'all don't give no fuck about no Roman Polanski or Woody Allen or whoever the fuck. And if you actually pay attention to the news, they are getting the motherfuckers out of here. Kevin Spacey, he was just canceled from whatever show he was doing because of his allegations. Um, I haven't seen Charlie Sheen on TV since he admitted that, you know, he was knowingly sleeping with people when he was HIV positive. Um, Unless I'm missing something, I really don't even watch shit that's not, you know black oriented but you know whatever um and as for um who else did y'all say the the dead playboy mansion guy like why do y'all bring all of these up no one ever just supporting these motherfuckers and thinking that shit is okay when we when y'all bring that up i want y'all to bring it up as a way to have an honest and open discussion about it and not when women want to discuss their abuse at the hands of y'all don't bring it up for that because it is not genuine and it's not how it's not something you're really passionate about you just want to bring it up to try to take away the heat from y'all motherfuckers and y'all faves 
it's it's a difference between you know wanting to have that honest and open discussion about it and you just being a dick because you don't want men to get dragged. You don't want to hear the men are trash statements. And you're proving to be trash. Look how you're acting about this. Like, when we talk about men being trash, we are talking about the men that are raping, molesting, and doing the fucking most. Or, you know, the men that get want to kill you because you didn't want to give them their phone, your phone number. That is the men we're talking about. Not the men we're dating and or sleeping with or whatever the case may be. They might be too. Maybe. They are. Most of the time. But we're talking about the guys that do that that, that 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 we're talking about you. We're talking about the guys that sit up here and find ways to be that misogynistic pieces of shit. Y'all have been getting away with a lot of shit for decades, centuries, and generations. And now that we have, are in a wonderful world where and we have the platforms to speak about it. Y'all can get the fuck up out of here right along with Pissy Kelly. Y'all can't handle the fact that social media is a strong tool to cancel these motherfuckers. We're muting R. Kelly. He gonna get the fuck out of here. Hopefully this documentary will make some sense and put some fuel in these motherfuckers' brains to get him the fuck out of here and try to rescue these girls and get them back to their parents. There should be... There shouldn't be no reason as why a young adult is hasn't spoke to her parents in three years. Three. Unless she unless they are not on amicable terms, there's no excuse why parents should be throwing rocks at windows and shit just to see if their daughter is in there in the in the building. Y'all don't think this is okay? Y'all that wait, excuse, let me rephrase that. Y'all think this shit is okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> but man, I've stated how I feel about this numerous times over the past couple of days. And honestly, I need um I hate drunk as much as I can <laughs> could last night. <laughs> um in regards to having some wine. Because I y'all have stressed me out. <laughs> and it shows me if I ever do have children, they wouldn't. A lot of you would never be around my child. I'm. I'm not trusting my child with anyone that is not my parents. In my close, which is very small, close circle of cousins and friends or sibling and siblings, I'm never allowing any of you motherfuckers around my child or children because look how you feel, y'all. And this is. Another thing I wanted to discuss, like how the double standards, like these girls, y'all want to yell, where are their parents? Um, these girls are just being fast, little girls, yada, yada, yada. They got what they wanted. They, like, no, we going to end that shit now. Now. Because how can we say that little girls are being fast when y'all little thought ass sons are fucking them. Y'all, at young ages, y'all sit up here and, oh, you got a little girlfriend at school? <laughs> but, oh, you want to shelter your daughter, shelter her virginity, and put a fucking chastity belt, invisible chastity belt, on these girls until they're 25 and out of 
not even 25 to that 30 and married. Like, wait, what? Y'all don't keep the same energy. Like, I guarantee money, money, that if, if, like, if the tables were turning, if these were your loved ones, I guarantee you, you'll be singing another tune, honey, because y'all are, because y'all are like that. Y'all don't give a fuck or have no regard or no respect for anyone but yourselves and your own people. Now, somebody, me too, now, if your family is saying me too, you you'll be ready to kill somebody. You'll be ready to put the paws on somebody. But oh, let it be a person you don't know or somebody, you know, a stranger. Oh, that bitch lying. They just all want money. They, like you don't even got no money. So it's some homeless ass nigga talking about all oh, these bitches just want some money. Yada yada yada. You don't even have a pot to piss in, honey. Sleep on your pallet and go. Like shut the fuck up. I am so tired of y'all. Y'all been getting on my motherfucking nerves. And and it's just so it's so heartbreaking, honestly, because a lot of you have children, men and women. Y'all have children. Young children. As much as y'all be on Facebook talking about my kid can't be exposed to this, yada yada yada, y'all will expose y'all children to the rapey uncles and the rapey big cousins and shit. And have them sit across from them at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. Black, the black community is it, full of shit, man. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's nothing I can say in this podcast that would not make me not irritated with y'all. Like, y'all really just, y'all suck. And motherfuckers need to do better. Y'all want to sit up and discuss, oh, well, y'all got picked up from high school by grown-ass men. Y'all glorify these hood niggas that be preying on these young-ass girls that they're pedophiles, too. So what's next? What are we going to do? Like, y'all don't understand when y'all would rather hold a teenager accountable for her or his or her actions instead of a grown-ass man or woman. A teenager, when they're young, we all did some dumb shit. We're all going to do dumb things because we think, oh, we're going into this phase of adulthood where we might think this shit is cool or right, but when you're young, you make dumb mistakes. That's kind of what's expected of you. You know, but I'm not saying sleeping with older men is acceptable for you at 15, 16, or whatever the case may be, but them niggas know that. You have grown-ass men that are out here waiting, if they even wait at all, for people to turn 18 so they can easily slide on in there manipulate them, control them to the point where it just doesn't make sense to not have this dominating force over you and controlling your mind. And that's what the fuck R. Kelly is doing to these young girls. You know, he didn't give a fuck back then. He probably did with the he did it with the 15, 16, but he catching these girls at 17 now. So, oh, 
you when you know as time goes on and they turn eventually turn 18 oh you grown your parents don't have no control over you your parents can't do do much or can't do nothing at all but do a check around this for you to see if you're doing okay and most of the time that they did that on this documentary they were lying those girls were being held captive and they had him in his ear I mean in their ear you know so enough is enough I really want people to take this more seriously. I'm tired of people saying that they don't believe these girls. They don't believe it. Everybody is just not about to gang up on this motherfucker just because he got some money. His most recent revenue, I mean, albums and shit ain't that fucking spectacular. He ain't topping the charts like he used to be. So what is being taken away from him? Take away, like, honestly, they can remove his music from streaming sites. Everybody's like, well, you know, if we separate the art from the artist, you know, well, you have to cancel everybody. I don't give a fuck. There are a lot of musicians out here who are doing good, who have never did the shit that he's done. You can listen to their music. You know, I understand R. Kelly has worked with a lot of people. A lot of famous people, and those same famous people ain't even speaking up about it. The only famous one that's spoken up is John Major. So, therefore, I think I'm done. I'm tired of y'all dumbass views and opinions. Y'all don't make any sense. Y'all never keep the same energy. And, yeah. That's how I felt about it. Y'all are all going to go to hell. So, that's all I have. Thank you for listening to Tea with Peace. And have a wonderful day.